Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barton, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights in Tulsa Talent's work, abridging Tulsa talent with tech opportunities and the revolutionary work around the city. In Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode, Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we are in conversation with Jamie Lupin, the Director of Marketing and Communications at 36 Degrees North. We talk about 36 Degrees North's expansion plans for the future, how it's a growing community of entrepreneurs and business owners, and the importance of physical space and community building. Jamie, it's so good to have you on. Hey, Evan. Thanks for having me. Uh, This is going to be a great conversation. Um, Jamie, I don't know if you remember, but you you gave my um, 36 Degrees North orientation. Oh, like, I remember. Yeah, one of my first. <laughs> I was like, am I in the right room? And you were like, yeah, come on in. And I, was I like, love okay. that. Yeah, I've <laughs> since been demoted from orientations, but that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, those are those are fun because I think it's like a good. It, obviously, you guys do a great job introducing the space and everything, Thank you. Um, which we'll get into kind of what that space is right yeah. now. You're yep. just a voice. So kind of go ahead and yeah. uh, introduce our audience to you and kind of tell us your story in whatever way you feel comfortable. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, like Evan said, my name's Jamie. I am officially the Director of Marketing and Communications at 36 Degrees North. I am the self-appointed Director of Fun Times. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You've got you to have one of those at the office. Yes, which means I'm the one always saying, hey, maybe we should take this out of the office. Maybe yeah. we should do something fun. My day-to-day is a lot of working with our marketing, our branding, everything that's both internally and externally focused on our branding kind of falls under my domain. And I guess that's that's my role at 36. What you really need to know about me, though, is that I am a huge bookworm. And my favorite place to be on a Saturday morning is the Wild Fork patio for brunch. Oh, yes. Those are great places to be. Yeah. I love that. I'm a frequent offender there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I, I you, we've already known, or we've already got to know a little bit about you. You love books. Yeah. You love marketing. Yeah. Communicating. Fun time haver. Yeah. I love it. You got it. Kind of throw us into how you how you navigate Tulsa. What's your Tulsa story? Have you yeah. loved it and lived here? Kind of mm-hmm. give us that little rundown. Yeah. So I grew up in Tulsa. I was born here, raised here, went to college here and have stayed here. So I'm, I'm one of those people that Tulsa just like got its hooks into mm-hmm. and I never left. But my my relationship with Tulsa has changed a lot because I think Growing up and like into my teenage years, I knew I loved Tulsa, but I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. I couldn't put a finger on it when people would ask me, like, why do you love Tulsa? I'm like, I don't know. It, I just do. There's yeah. an incredible pizza. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's hard to put your finger on it. But now yeah. that, you know, I've spent so much time here and my career is here and I've just learned so much about the community. There are things about Tulsa that make it so special that when people ask, you know, why Tulsa? And we have so many people moving here now that Mm -hmm. are seeing why Tulsa. But I know exactly why. Like, I love the community. The history is amazing. The art's amazing. The culture is amazing. There's a million great local restaurants to eat at, which Mm -hmm. people don't even think about. Oh, yeah. You know, outside the obvious things that you would see on Yelp, like Gathering Place, which Mm -hmm. is obviously incredible. You know, Philbrook, beautiful. 
there's so many pockets of Tulsa that you would never know about if you didn't spend time uh-huh. getting to know the community. Oh, yeah. I feel the same way. I'm, I love that we share this kind of life. I don't know if it's well, for me, I started around age nine, but like, I, you know, yeah. Tulsa's just in my blood. It feels yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's and the it's, best. it's great that you kind of have this like long, you have this long term relationship with the city that you grew up in or the city that you have a significant portion of your life in. And I, I think that um, it, it goes in different chapters. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think growing up, it's you interact with the city, obviously, in a very different way than you do if you live in that city as an adult and then therefore work in that city as well. So yeah. I think that my relationship with the city has changed kind of in the exact same way. You know, mm-hmm. like growing up here, there was like my my things that I invo- involved myself in were like not necessarily like kid friendly things, I guess, but like just where I was was right. a really big deal. So like I was in Midtown and so I only wherever I could walk was yes. kind of in my domain. Yes. No, I was a South Tulsa girl. So yeah. the mall was my biggest adventure. Oh, yeah. And it's an adventure. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, dang. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't I don't go unless I got to. Oh, exactly. I'm, I'm the same <laughs> way. Which it's uh, but I love that like, kind of like as we get grow into this identity that becomes uniquely our own, like our city can be a part of that identity. And so mm. that, the community obviously being a huge, important part for both of us. Yeah, um, I think that that's it's so cool that, you know, these this entrepreneur community, this entrepreneur e- incubation community is like so tight knit. We've heard this on this podcast a lot. And I think yeah. that I, I'm only furthering it by having you on because you, you have tapped into that not only in your work, but also like you've you've made a lot of people feel welcome in that space um, at 36. So I'm glad that's I'm super great to excited hear. to talk about it. That's the goal. That's always the goal. I'm really excited to talk about your work kind of in this entrepreneurial development space because it's something that um, really when I came back to Tulsa, I was introduced to like in a new way. And really, um, as a high schooler here, it wasn't necessarily something I ever envisioned myself doing and nor I just didn't have exposure to what was being built here um, while I was on my way out and then was going to be reintroduced to on my way back in. So um, and I feel like 36 is really the main uh, it's the first welcome wagon <laughs> in, in the kind of entrepreneurial <laughs> development space. And so I'm excited to talk more about that work um, and kind of your role in that. So let me just ask you, tell us more about what uh, about 36 Degrees North and what the organization does. Yeah. So 36 Degrees North is what we call an entrepreneurial support organization. So through all of our programming and resources, we focus on supporting entrepreneurs in Tulsa, to create long-lasting, impactful businesses. And we do that by providing three different things. So it's workspace, community, and resources. Those are kind of our our golden three that we provide. And with workspace, you know, we've got three locations downtown now. Um, That's just kind of how it happened. We kept growing and growing and needing to add more locations. Um, And then our community, like you were talking about, that's kind of the heartbeat of everything. If you don't have the community and you don't have that, you know, sense of belonging, then no one wants to be there. And our community is beautiful. It's this amazing mix of people who have been in Tulsa their whole lives. It's this amazing mix of people who are remote workers that have moved to the city through our partners with Tulsa Remote. And it's these people that, you know, have been watching from a distance and then maybe heard about us on the news and they're just stepping into entrepreneurship for the first time or they're what we call entrepreneurious. Oh, I love that. <laughs> a word that we've kind of made up along the way. But yeah. it's this amazing mix of people. And not only are these entrepreneurs and remote workers in the space, but we've also got, you know, partners like 
in Tulsa is in the space all the time. We've got Tulsa Remote. We've got all of our founding partners, Tulsa Tech. I mean, too many to name. But all of the partners that make 36, um, you know, we can't do th- we can't do this work by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't provide all the programming by ourselves. But it's so valuable that we have all these partners in the space that can bring their expertise, that can bring their knowledge, that can bring their capital to the space mm-hmm. and make Tulsa you know, the best place to grow a business. Yeah, I love that. I, I love the three tenants too. And I kind of want to talk a little bit to each of them. Mm-hmm. The first one being space. Um, one thing that is super important to highlight is that there's a, a main camp, the base camp that's kind of in the heart of the arts district. And then there's another one that's really close um, to the baseball field downtown at Camp 2. Um, and then there's also the incubator space that's in the uh, fifth floor of the city hall downtown. What do each of those spaces kind of represent? Or yeah. is there a certain type of entrepreneur or, you know, member that goes to one or not the other? Yeah, yeah. So our our locations, it, they kind of just came naturally. And we'll talk more about the future and kind mm-hmm. of where we're hoping to bring those soon. But Basecamp, it, it opened in 2016. And really, we were focused on co-working. We've always been focused on entrepreneurship, but co-working was kind of the main route to get us to step one. And we wanted to be that front door for people to come who have been working out of coffee shops or have been working at home before remote work was really a thing. We wanted to be able to provide space for people who just needed to get out of their, you know, their normal spot and have a fresh place to work. Mm -hmm. And so as that community grew, we were able to add more partners and resources to the space. We just saw the community flourish and get almost too big for that space. So mm-hmm. that that's the location where we have a lot of coworkers. So co-working, as you would probably think it is, is where you just come in for the day, bring your stuff, set down, claim a spot, and then head out at the end of the day and take your stuff with you. So we have mm-hmm. that there as well as dedicated desks, op- options for people who want to be able to leave their stuff there, and then small private offices for small teams, as well as conference rooms and all the resources that they need. But as our membership grew and as our our members and their companies grew, we needed more more space in larger offices. And so mm-hmm. Camp 2 opened, which has less co-working space and more private offices that host bigger teams. So we have more partners over there. Build in Tulsa runs an accelerator out of there. Um, and we've got less of that kind of hot desk situation and more of the dedicated space for companies who are just heads down, growing, building their teams. Mm-hmm. And then the incubator, we opened that in 2021. And that was just because we saw a need for development of tech companies. And it's been wild to see how that has grown. Yeah. We opened in September of 2021 and now we're at capacity, yeah. which is crazy for the industry industry standard. And we've got not only do we have, you know, tech companies in that space, but the perk of being in there is that you also are right next to our capital partners who can invest in your companies and you're right next to resource providers who can guide you along the way. Mm-hmm. Paired with the curriculum that Abby Marino, our program director, has created to help kind of move these companies forward at a pace where they can scale and grow and build those long-lasting businesses that we're talking about. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I've I've had the pleasure of being in kind of each space, and I feel like each space has like a different vibe. Mm, yeah, <laughs> which I, I'm sure was by design, and I really do like. I, I I like that you touched on you know what co working is in the traditional sense because I think it's something that 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, this this is kind of my first job and like intro in uh, introduction to the professional world, and so I didn't really recognize how important it is to do your work in a specific place and where you do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that like when you're in or your university or whatever, you know, your co-working space is the library or like certain coffee shops or whatever. That was kind of my first introduction to co-working is like co-working with my friends, like literally <laughs> at the library or whatever. Right. We would always call or I would I think of like uh, at my school or whatever. Was first floor Barry was like the place where the most co-working happened because it was like also pretty social. <laughs> but like, you know, in the business world, people are actually working. They <laughs> like, are, they're not just chatting. You know, they are. They are working. And our members are really great about that. But also the thing that makes it special is that they are just laughing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And there's the people that you want to see at happy hour. And we host member lunches and all of these kind of extracurricular activities mm-hmm. that don't directly point to entrepreneur education, but they do create a sense of family and a sense of belonging. And, you know, now that's your friend group. You know, I've made friends out of the membership and out of our community where, you know, they're real friends. You go on trips with them and you care about their families. And it's not just these people who you're sitting next to, you know, heads down working every day, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. real relationships. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. Yeah. And, and I think that's the the main thing or one of the main things is just the, the creation of space. I mean, mm. the, you're creating space, not only to be an entrepreneur, to, to grow your business. And then obviously all of the resource partners like capital and, and entrepreneurial development, all those things. Yeah. You're also just creating space for people to hang out and for people to get to know each other. And, and obviously that can lead to networking benefits, but like you mentioned, it can also lead to community and, and lifelong friendships. Right, even. right. We have this member, Jonathan, who who moved here with Tulsa Remote, and he is awesome and so great at his craft. And he came in one day and was just kind of hanging out. And he said, you know, it's, it's my day off, but I like to come in here on my day off and just see what's up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jonathan, that is like the best thing to hear. Probably the best compliment. It's the best compliment <laughs> that you can give that you want to be at 36 degrees north on your day off, drinking yeah. the coffee and checking in with your friends. Yeah. I, I love that. Go, go Jonathan. He's, yeah. He's about it. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've like I've been in camp two and I've been in the incubator. And really, I think um, just to brag on the incubator, the incubator is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the the design of that space was just well thought out in the sense of you really I love I think you guys probably phrase this better than I will on this. But like the ability to expand your team is really the goal of of being in the incubator. You're you're supposed to be growing your team and growing as a business. And Mm -hmm. so a whole part of like the office space design is that, you know, it's these like sliding panels or something like that. It's reminiscent in some way of like, I don't know how to, I don't even know the correct term for this, but like in uh, like some Japanese animes that I've seen, they're like these houses that have those doors too. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like shogi or something like that. I don't know. But the style is interesting. Like you can move the walls to literally in expand or mm-hmm. you know ex- expand the space and then also just increase your access to the space that was by design for you guys so that or for the entrepreneurs that are in that space so that they can grow with the organization i i just yes. i wanted to shout that out cuz it's such a cool part that space is really cool because it's built out kind of in partnership with the city and when we got it, it was a 90s cube farm. It had yeah. been uninhabited for years. And we stepped in there and we said, okay, this won't work, but we know what will. Mm-hmm. And we got rid of all of that furniture. And now it's 
essentially 50,000 square feet, which is a lot of space of, and it's all movable walls. So we've got these micro offices, we've got offices big enough for 50. And it's, it's all about providing the space and the accessibility for, for companies to grow and shrink, you Mm -hmm. know, if they need to downsize, it's not a big deal. We take your, we take your walls, we give you a smaller office Mm -hmm. and it works better for your budget. But we've got this hilarious culture up there where now it's like we've got these panels and they're like some kind of currency where companies will say, (laughs) Hey, I need some panels. Anyone have extra panels? And then they'll go and trade them and, you know, (laughs) kind of add space to their, to their, you know, offices. And it's fun. It creates, it creates a really cool culture where people have ownership over even what their offices look like, which is not something that we've typically been able to do in other spaces that we rent. Well, and super important to offer to growing businesses. I, th- I think um, something that just learned ad hoc or just over the my course of being in this space is that like the privilege of a space is really not afforded to a lot of small companies as they're growing. Right. So obviously the incubator being that affordable option, providing access mm-hmm. to the team to commune in that way is going to really shape and change and even allow these entrepreneurs to grow in that way, which is so awesome. Everything that we do is focused on entrepreneurial development and we try to make it as accessible as possible. So our rates are extremely below market value and we provide all kinds of scholarship opportunities and partner opportunities to be in the space. If you're listening to this thinking, there's no way I can afford to be in a space like that. You probably can. Mm -hmm. There's a way to get here. Yeah. I love that. Good call out. One of the things that um, has really come up for you guys within the past year is this like huge expansion announcement. And I'm really excited to talk about it because I have lots of thoughts about it. But um, <laughs> you guys have announced some amazing growth over this past year and, and for the upcoming year. So can you kind of tell us more about that and how you plan to get there? Yes. So it has been so exciting to announce this to the public. It's been something that obviously is a long road to completion. It's mm-hmm. been kind of something that we talk about in hushed tones for a couple of years now, but it's so great that the community is excited about it. And like I said, when we opened that original space, it just grew so quickly that we kind of had to add these separate locations and piecemeal together everything that we wanted to offer. But Mm -hmm. our long-term goal has always been to bring all of that under one roof. We do our best to create a community that feels, you know, cohesive throughout those spaces, but it's really hard. Yeah. You know, even though you're walking distance, you still got the people that you see every single day that you bump into in the kitchen and that you don't overlap as much, you know, if you're at the incubator with base camp. So creating this space where there's density of entrepreneurs, capital providers, partners, you know, small business owners, remote workers, all of these people and all these entities that bring value to Tulsa, having them all in the same space has always been our long-term goal. So that way, when you come to Tulsa or if you're in Tulsa, you know, 36 Degrees North is the front door to wherever I need to go. Mm -hmm. And I love the title of this podcast because I feel like it really resonates with our mission. And that is just to help people grow, whether that's personally, professionally, in your business, Whatever you need to grow in, we hope to provide the resources for you to be able to do that. So in this new space, we've just purchased and we've announced that it is the old Otasco warehouse across from Welltown and Tulsa um, and all those amazing people kind of in that in that new strip area. Yeah, it is one hundred and twenty, I believe, thousand square feet. 
I know. I'm not it's, a. It's wild to even imagine that. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it is huge. It's huge, and the history of the building itself is so awesome. And when we started this process of thinking about where we're going to con- consolidate all these locations, we looked at a couple different things. We looked at building a brand new building. We looked at moving into, you know, a new build like that's going up over on the other side of the neighborhood mm-hmm. or to moving into kind of a historic fixture that could use a little bit of a facelift. And we just learned about the Otasca warehouse and that Oklahoma Tire and Supply Company. It's a long acronym. I got to get it yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say that's good. I, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've said it so many times that I hope I get it right. But that company was founded in Oklahoma by three Jewish immigrant brothers. And it's so amazing to see. But just the history of entrepreneurship that is in that building was so important to wow. us that we said, that's it. Like, that's where we have to go. And we're, you know, using historic tax credits to maintain the original glory of the building and just kind of giving it a fresh coat of paint on the outside, but on the inside, turning it into this beautiful, dynamic, vibrant space where people can come and really be inspired. I went to a conference called Young, Smart and Local is like a talent attraction conference that was mostly focused on how specific cities can really make themselves appealing to young, smart, local talent or things like that. And one of the breakout sessions was really talking about downtowns and like how downtowns are basically a playground for what a organized city can do to grow their city, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the, and in that kind of conversation about downtowns, they were talking about conversion, which is really where you take an old building and make it something new and and re, revitalize that space, really, which is exactly what you guys are doing. I mean, I love that. I think one of the main things is, is that this building has been empty. Now we just need to come up with a good name for that area. Jesse and I were talking. I know. We were talking about it on um, his podcast, um, Pod for Good. Shout out Pod for Good. Whoop, whoop. And we, what are we, we going to call? Like sh- the Cheyenne Strip uh, is a fun way to like refer to the ge- geography, but like it really is an innovation landscape. Right. Like, I don't, it's got to have that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every time we talk about it, we say something new and just see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll see what sticks long term. But I've heard, you know, innovation district, innovation mm-hmm. corridor. But yeah. who knows? I think the people are going to have to decide. Yeah. Let's let's let the people decide. One other thing I wanted to touch on, too, is I, I love the way you guys launched that space, too. That event was really cool, kind of like a little block party. And then allowing people to see it kind of how it is and then using VR to Mm -hmm. experience what it's going to be like. So can you kind of tell me about, I mean, obviously you have the VR to describe what it's going to look like, but what was that process like? Well, I am by no means an architect. <laughs> I, remind you, I'm in marketing and communications, but somehow I find myself in the seat of also helping pick out the tile for this place. You know, <laughs> it's fun. That's what small yeah. teams are all about. But exactly. um, we're working with a handful of really awesome partners. And I don't even want to start to list them because I know I'll miss someone, but people who really know what they're doing. And these people are local, but also national. So when we're talking about like a workspace and mapping out the workspace and how, you know, where are the coworkers going to go? Where is incubation going to go? Where mm-hmm. should accelerators be? We are working with a studio that that is their main focus. And we've been through so many rounds of revision to make sure that this is perfect and that mm-hmm. everyone melts together seamlessly and that there is purposeful interaction and collision um, and it, it's not easy. It no, is not, it doesn't sound easy. It's at a all. <laughs> huge space. It's such a huge space. Yeah. And you have to think all the way down to 
how many phone booths are we going to have yeah. and how many Ethernet ports? It's the craziest thing. And oh, I, yeah. I just feel lucky to get to be a part of it because it's so fun and such a learning experience. But by no means is that my expertise. We're <laughs> we're leaning on a lot of smart people to guide us in the right, the right direction with yeah, that. That's amazing. I, I'm really excited for that space, um, not only because it's right across from ours, yeah. but because of what it's going to bring to the city. I think, um, you know, conversion of those old buildings is just going to have to happen. And I, and I hope to see more of it. So Me too. Kudos to you all on that. Something I kind of want to talk about too, and we've touched on this a little bit, is just um, the community at 36 degrees north. And so just a little bit of a personal thing uh, or anecdote about it is that there's really a Slack channel that you are, everyone's kind of invited into when you become a member. And that is like probably one of the best ways to get in touch with all of the events. And then also just meeting other people. I, th- I think creating that direct line of communication to people that you might run into in the space. It's, it's super awesome. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about the strategy behind like managing this community and how that's something that obviously has taken a lot of intentionality to create? But tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. It does take a lot of intentional focus. And that's why we have genuinely half of our team is focused on member experience and programming and making sure that all of our community feels welcome and addressed and that their needs are the top priority. So it it is really hard. But I think our goal has always been to make 36 degrees north look and feel like Tulsa Mm -hmm. in everything that we have and everything that we offer. And we want you to come in the door and whatever groups you identify with, you are not the only one. There are people there that are paving the way, people there that are behind you, in front of you, beside you that want to connect and that want to build those relationships. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of intentional effort. And at times it's really hard and you see where where you're failing or where the gaps are. And then you just have to kind of reroute and talk to members and find out what exactly do you need? Because I can sit and think of ideas all day and try and implement them. But if they're not coming from members of the community, then yeah. it, it's worthless. So we have a really awesome programs department that their their kind of whole job is to create this member experience and make it cohesive and, and f- identify different groups in the community that need different types of resources. And even if I've mentioned this a few times, but we can't provide everything. Like we are not the expert on mm-hmm. all of the things, but we have a lot of partners that are experts in all of their areas. And they, you know, have all of these beautiful different groups of people that they serve. And so connecting our members with those groups is also a huge part of our job. It's not our job to do everything, but it is our job to make connection. And we hope that when people come into our space, that's ultimately what they feel is purposeful connection. Yeah, 100%. That was great. (laughs) That was a great answer. Thanks. (laughs) I love that because I think that something that uh, just in my, I guess, learning about community is kind of something that's been on my uh, list of responsibilities and really something I'm just interested in learning about in general. Um, But I think that you guys do the communication part really well, which also (laughs) give you a shout out for that. But I I think it's so important to just keep people in the know on like ways to stay involved. Um, One of the main things that we kind of plug in in this ecosystem is that you're really only one one connection away from the person you actually might want to talk to. Mm-hmm. And that's largely in part due to the work that you guys do and in, in making sure that people are connected in multiple ways. Um, and like, 
I don't know. You, uh, there's so many people that co-work or are in the 36 degrees north like ecosystem that that connection just feels even closer. Like it's only like you can talk to that person. They might be standing next to the person mm-hmm. that you want to talk to. Like, Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And going back to that Slack, you know, mm-hmm. community that we talked about, so many times I will get in Slack and just moonshot it and say, hey, does anybody have any connections at American Airlines corporate, yeah. you know, for my own personal problems? <laughs> I'm like, I need help with this. But I know one of y'all either works for this company mm-hmm. or knows someone who does. Like the community is crazy. Yeah. And especially with all of the remote workers that have moved here, you truly never know who you're talking to and their background, you know, all the things that they've done. It's so expansive and so cool to see all of the different, you know, experiences and and backgrounds that collide in our spaces. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. And I, it's so funny. I have the exact same anecdote, like two from two weeks ago. Um, I have a really close friend that's looking to get involved in like the film and media scene. Yeah. And so I sent that message and like, you know, there's always that like, is anyone got to see this type of thing? Mm-hmm. But then like immediately like three people responded like either personally or like on the thread. And like, I don't know that that's just that just makes you feel like there's other people that care sometimes. Exactly. And it's good to know that those people that care within your network, like really just one message away. Yeah. So, great. I love the community. And I think it's such a huge element of kind of how 36 degrees north is adding to the community. And so with that, I kind of want to talk um, or give you the opportunity to kind of tell us what you feel that Tolson's and new Tolson's gain out of being a member. Something that I've really enjoyed about this conversation and about um, just my knowledge of the ecosystem so far is that I really feel like a lot of new Tolson's and a lot of Tolson's that have been in this space for a really long time um, can get a lot out of being a member at 36. So do you mind sharing with us uh, from your employee perspective, and then also uh, any additives on like what you feel like people can get out of a membership at 36. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I feel like 36 Degrees North is the place to be. And I would say that if I didn't even work there anymore, (laughs) just because I've spent so much time in the community, getting to know these incredible people and the stories and the people that are new coming in the door. It's just this amazing community that's been built. But outside of the the tangible things that we offer, like workspace, community, and resources. There's all of these intangibles. And I think one of the biggest things is just being in a community that it not only knows what's going on in Tulsa, but is leading the charge for Tulsa. Mm-hmm. It is, and how we were saying, you're only one step away from knowing the person that you want to know or talking to the person you want to talk to. On that, on that same note, you are only one step away from being a decision maker in Tulsa, if you aren't already, this is the place to come to be plugged into whatever community groups are important to you. This is a place to come if you want to get educated on what's happening in the city. This is a place to come to be introduced to partners where we've seen people come in the doors with a, a remote job and they love it here and they get plugged in with a local organization or they get plugged in with one of our partners. And now, you know, they're full time there with a home here. And it's just changed. It's just changed the community so much being able to rely on other people and be able to trust other people and create this space where opinions and values are respected and shared. And there's just so much diversity, which is a huge word that means a million things, but Mm -hmm. it truly is. There's so much 
unique thought and unique unique life experience shared in the space. And that is what will make Tulsa grow into the best Tulsa it can be. Yeah, I love that. And I, I kind of want to touch on, you know, just the importance of intangibles, uh, especially as a community or in a community. And one of those, like, I don't, I mean, I, I definitely think I would count this as an intangible, but like I was, I went to a million cups like a couple of times and just seeing like how the space is set up and how entrepreneurs are able to give, you know, pitches, which is really like a practice pitch for, you know, obviously something they might want to receive capital funding for, but they're giving this pitch to the community as a means to source feedback. And I've heard of so many good conversations that come after the fact of, you know, people that have pitched that's like, oh, someone will raise their hand in the audience uh, after they've, you know, mentioned in the pitch that they're working on this part. And that person's raising their hand saying, well, I can help you with that part. <laughs> it's, it's almost immediate um, reciprocation in that way. And that's a huge, that's a huge game changer for not only an entrepreneur, but really anyone that's looking to advance and grow their ideas. I mean, to have that feedback um, and then even to see that feedback, I guess that's more, that was more my perspective was just to see that the community was open and honest in that moment. And then also wor working towards a solution um, was so cool to see, even though I didn't have a stake in anything. I, I just knew that this space was where people are changing, are, are being innovators. And that's obviously a huge element of the community. And then what you can kind of get out of that is, um, is, is really huge for either your idea, your business, or maybe even your friend's idea or your friend's business. I think that people are constantly there, um, you know, sourcing feedback and information for other people that they're sharing with, which is so cool. 100%. And that's one of our one of our slot channels is just called feedback. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of times people share their feedback on like our playlist choice, <laughs> which is fine. We welcome that. But also that's where a lot of people will send their trial runs of things and they'll say, hey, give me feedback on what I'm doing here. Has anyone done this before? Can anyone help? What do you think of this interface? What do you think of this user experience? Mm -hmm. And it's so valuable to have people that you've probably never even met. You know, we've got 2000 people in our community and chances are you have not met every single one of them. Yeah. And you have all of those perspectives from different walks of life, different industries, different backgrounds that can contribute and genuinely care about your success. And it's just a drop, you know, in the bucket of the things that you'll collect from from your time in our community. Yeah, I love it. I, I think that if anything, we have convinced you to get a membership. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but Jamie, this has been an amazing conversation. I really appreciate all of your, your thoughtful answers to my questions and um, really just informing the community and all of our Grow With Us listeners about the amazing work that you guys are doing at 36 Degrees North. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, one last thing, if there's anything else that you would like to add, um, you know, in regards to what 36 is doing, ways to stay connected, feel free to share with our audience. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are all over socials. <laughs> yes. Thanks to Liz on our team. She's <laughs> taking that off my plate. It was not my forte, but she creates an amazing experience on socials where you can stay up to date with everything that we have got going on from programming to member shout outs to just learning what's happening in the community. But I think the main thing that I'd say is come see us. We love to have visitors. We'd love for you to come check us out for a day, you know, plop yourself down, try working in the space, see if it works for you, make a few friends. We'd love to have you come by and see us. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Grow With Us. And for our listeners of Grow With Us looking for new opportunities, please join our talent network to stay in touch with our featured jobs 
at Intulsa by visiting talentintulsa.com. That's talent.intulsa.com. By joining our talent network, you will get access to our newsletter where you can stay up to date with our latest career advice, featured opportunities with Intulsa partner companies, and our placement success stories. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing. Huge thank you to our editors at Rant9 Production and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us.